0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Spot Monkey Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Ezra James. With me this time, one of our co hosts, Ryan Archer. Ezra, it's very, very nice to be with you. Turn your phone off. Yeah, well. Silence your phone. Rule number one. We're off to a great start. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, (laughs) I
1: never come prepared. But, Ezra, as I was trying to say, it's very nice to join you in this podcast today.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Yes, alright, let's get rolling. Uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about Backlash and what a little bit about what happened on Raw and Smackdown this week as well, mainly focusing on the Money in the Bank qualifying matches, so let's hop right into it. If you guys did not watch Backlash, then you'll find out what the uh, results were right here, even though I'm sure by now you know it's been a week. Kickoff show we had Ruby Riot uh, versus Bailey. Ruby Riot goes over in that one. They had a little uh, little backstage thing between uh, between Sasha and Bailey before the match. Bailey tried to extend an olive branch, ask if Sasha would be in her corner. Sasha denied. There's a lot of rumors that Bailey's gonna be the one to turn heel out of these two. Cause you know that friendship is imploding. Oh yes, yes. So, but do, do you really think they'll turn Bailey heel? She's like the ultimate face.
1: Well, we'll see. Fans would definitely not expect that at all, and, you know, and, and, and no one would would see it coming. So, me personally, I could see Bailey going heel. I would like yeah. to see it. I'm a huge Bailey fan too, and it's just I think it would be great to see that switch.
0: Yeah, I mean Sasha would play the more natural heel, but but Bailey, it, I mean because everybody, everybody got so soft on her after the whole feud with Alexa, you know? Right. She, uh... They just played her up to be too weak. Um... But, yeah. More on that whole thing later. Um... First match, we had Seth Rollins defending the Intercontinental Championship against The Miz. And... That... In my opinion, that was a match of the night. That was a great match. Uh... Rollins retaining Miz um, <laughs> before the match Miz was all excited talking to the Miz Taraj backstage and they were like you know we're, we're not we're not co-stars in in your movie anymore we got to find our, our own thing So the Miz went at it alone came up short. I think Seth Rollins I think they should have him make a, a pretty lengthy run with this championship. I think it's something that he needs right now, especially with the Universal title being tied up the way it is.
1: I think Seth Rollins could use that boost for sure.
0: Yeah, it's good to see him back with some kind of gold around his waist. Yeah. Winning matches. I mean, he he definitely deserves that. If he's not going to be in the main event picture. I mean, but what really is the main event picture on Raw anymore? You just cut promos on a guy that you hope shows up once a month? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah. Anyways, if you got the WWE Network, do yourself a favor. Go back and watch that match in particular. Um, Nia Jax defeats Alexa Bliss to retain her Raw Women's Championship. That was pretty much kind of how we thought it'd go. Uh, Jeff Hardy defeats Randy Orton to retain his United States title. That was a pretty solid match. Um, Jeff Hardy hit the whisper in the wind on Orton this time. Orton was standing there to take it, not like Jinder Mahal, who wasn't paying attention. So <laughs> yeah, that, that, was, uh,
1: that, that was a huge fall on Jinder Mahal's uh, part, by the way. Was, he, <laughs> I, I can not believe it when I said
0: it, seeing it. He, he, I, yeah, I don't know. I've always thought it was the, the opponent's uh, responsibility to make sure that they're standing there to take that move, because Jeff's jumping in blind. Yeah. But <laughs> anyway, solid match, and I'm glad they're keeping this uh, – United States Championship run going with Jeff. Um, I think, you know, being that he just came back, I think they were getting ready to give him a little push when he got hurt. You know, he, he got that match against the Miz for the Intercontinental title. He won that Battle Royal to get it. And I think they're on the verge of giving him a singles something or other. And uh, the injury kind of had to force some things with Matt, you know, going broken, woken, whatever. Um But, Jeff, I'm glad to see, you know, he'll get this little boost that'll hopefully, when it's over, give him enough momentum to push him maybe into the title picture. Something something that I was thinking about that I know you're going to enjoy this, too. Because you and I, you know, we used to watch TNA around the same time. Yeah. On SmackDown right now, you have AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, and Jeff Hardy. Tell me that at some point down the line you don't want to see those three. Oh, I do. In the that, main, in the main title picture.
1: Oh, like, oh, I oh, will because they they put some amazing shows there in TNA. So just to see them in WWE to be able to play on those same type matches, even
0: yeah. better. Any yeah. combination of those two, or a triple threat, you know, whatever the case. Yeah. I mean, you've got so many top guys there, but at the same time, I would like to see those three in particular clash at some point, just for the nostalgia, you know, and the fact that you got to consider, man. I mean, that was, what, seven, eight years ago. And they're all still going strong. I mean, AJ looks as good as he ever has. Joe is still probably the fastest big man for his size, the quickest hmm. big man for his size. And and Jeff's still doing his thing. I mean, he's not, you know, not what he used to be, but he's still in there. And, um, you know, he's good enough to where they could still definitely put on those matches and they'd be quality ones. Uh, let's see. We had Daniel Bryan defeat Big Cass by submission. This was his first singles match back after being medically cleared to wrestle again. So naturally, he kind of had to knew he was gonna know he was gonna win, especially after excuse me, especially against a guy like Big Cass. Um, after the match, Cass beats him down. It makes me wonder if this feud is gonna continue, and I guess my thought about it is. I, I, I do believe that it's good to keep Brian away from the world title picture in the immediate future of his return but with with there being so many other feuds that people want to see with him like the Miz especially um, do you think of like a prolonged feud? Would somebody like Big Cass is really going to help him out much?
1: I, I don't think Big Cass, no. I, I don't think a prolonged few other Cass would um, benefit him in any way, but...
0: Maybe another good mid-tier guy? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of somebody off the top of my head. Yeah. With the shake-up, me. it's messing me up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I, hell, I mean, even like a Orton... Orton and Brian would be pretty good. Um... But yeah, I mean you know, there's a lot of people that have been criticizing Big Cass for doing the being the only guy to get the crowd to chant boring during a Daniel Bryan match.
1: That was actually pretty surprising. It takes but a I lot. Yeah. It does
0: <laughs> I mean Cass, you know, he's got the look. He's good on the mic. I still you know, I appreciate him on the mic, but it's when he gets in the ring, he's just missing something.
1: Kinda makes you think it's uh Enzo. Hate to throw it. Yeah, I was just gonna <laughs> say that. I was just gonna say that I hate to Enzo. throw all names yeah. out there,
0: but I mean Enzo must be the missing link here so that I mean that, that's what made him a great team you know Enzo was this ball of charisma and whether you like him or not you know you have to admit that they they worked well together the formula that 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 they had should have amounted to more success than than they got yeah. um, it's it's crazy to think that out of the Enzo and Cass team coming up they came up red hot out of NXT yep. never won the NXT tag titles they come up, debut in a feud with the Dudleys, go over in that. They never end up winning the the Raw Tag Team Championships. They split up, and then Enzo is a two-time Cruiserweight Champion. Would you have thought <laughs> that Enzo is the one grabbing gold out of that split?
1: Out of that split, I would have figured it would have been cast, but uh, definitely not see it, though, with Enzo.
0: I mean, 205 Live needed some saving. He injected some life into it while he still could. Uh, glad to hear, by the way, that that situation with him was resolved and that um, all the charges were dropped against him. It's kind of a diff- that we're kind of getting off, uh, kind of getting off the rails with that, though. All right, let's let's move on to big Cass, uh Big is Carmella <laughs> oh, defending her women's championship. What? <laughs> That was a that was a nice segue. Don't don't cut me off on that. Come on. <laughs> Carmella defeats Charlotte to retain the women's championship. And she beat her clean. I mean, you know, it was focusing on the knee that had been taken out. It, it made sense from the storyline perspective, you know, and the story they were telling, but man, I I was I felt weird seeing Carmella beat Charlotte clean. It just it seemed off to me. Yeah. Yeah. Carmella, I, I will say, she's gotten better in the ring. Right. She's just still not great. So, and so,
1: so, in a sense, then Charlotte is more deserving for that. Well... it's kind of what you're saying,
0: right? Well, I mean, not necessarily that. I mean, if we were giving the titles to the best wrestlers in the company, then, you know, certain titles would never change hands. Yeah, like you got Carmella and Asuka I'm sorry not Carmella Charlotte and Asuka are clearly the top two on Smackdown Becky Lynch should be up there that's an atrocity that she has been pushed solo down the card um, but anyway but in Carmella like I said you know she's clearly been working on, on getting better and she's doing very well on the mic and I think the hard work deserves to be rewarded so I'm not saying that her cashing in money in the bank to win the title, you know, she doesn't deserve to have it, but it still just felt weird to me. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I guess that's my takeaway from it. Uh, The next match was AJ Styles defending the World Championship, WWE World title against Shinsuke Nakamura again, this time in a no disqualification match because of all the low blows that have been going on lately. It's practically Shinsuke's new finisher. And guess how the match ends? Double low blow, and neither guy can answer the ten count. No contest. End of the match. I mean, I understand that they want to push this program, and the WrestleMania match was great. Their WrestleMania match. Oh yeah, yeah. That was that was great. And the heel turn.
1: See, I I seen the heel turn coming. <coughs> I just had a feeling that 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 was his moment.
0: Yeah, I thought about that too. And. His character work since he turned heel has been phenomenal. I love the no speak English thing that he's been doing in promos, yeah. and especially when Renee is like Shinsuke, "We've heard you speak English." He's like, "Oh well, I forgot." <laughs> <laughs> like, he's doing, he's doing so well. Um, but I think this needs to come to a head soon, and. I mean, I don't know if they want to try to draw it out to SummerSlam. It would be an ideal stage for for that to come to a climax. And if Shinsuke's going to win, maybe do it on a bigger stage. Um, I'm not opposed to Shinsuke winning, especially now that he's heel. I was a little more opposed to it when he was a face. I don't know why. I just was. But, um, yeah, I just think especially with the shakeup, like I, like I mentioned earlier, you got Joe, you know, you got Daniel Bryan at some point, you got the Miz is coming up strong. Yeah. Um, you know, even like I said, Jeff Hardy at, uh, at some point down the line, um, I'm sure there's people I'm forgetting. The shakeups got me all messed up right now, but, uh, um, Rusev even, I mean, they're not going to push Rusev to a world title shot, but I think he deserves one. You know, everybody thinks... Everybody maybe doesn't think he deserves it, but, you know, he's red hot right now. Now's the time to pull the trigger on something for him. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into that a little later as well. But um. I just think AJ Styles has too many potential feuds there to just be stuck in one for a super long time. Yeah. Even if it is... With someone the quality of Nakamura,
1: I, I, I think it's a matter of time for uh, Nakamura just to get that title. Law. I mean, for as long as this field's starting to drag out, you know, I just think like eventually, yeah, he may come on on top. Which I mean, yeah, this is how I perceive it, but
0: yeah, it's kind of been like the whole um, story of you know, the the bad guy finds the good guy's weakness. Yeah, and he's picking at it and he's finding different ways to poke at it and the good guy keeps fighting him off
1: yep.
0: it's, it's been a story of triumph for AJ and he needs to fall like that's uh, the next part in the the story arc in my opinion and it'll be weird to see AJ Styles without a championship but I think it, it would open up the opportunity to bring out a different side of him and uh a side that we are starting to see right now because of, you know, they're talking more about him fighting with his emotions and things of that nature. But I think we, you know, we'll see a hungry AJ Styles again, not just someone with something to prove, but something, someone with something to gain back.
1: Right. Yeah. I
0: could have to see that too. Yep. Um, Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley defeat Kevin Owens and Sammy Zayn. This was, Basically a glorified squash match that they let uh, Owens and Zayn get some offense in on Lashley before Strowman came in and annihilated them. (laughs) And then Lashley came in. And and then there was, like, a post-match beatdown that just kind of felt weird for the faces to do to the heels. I don't really know what's going on with that. But Strowman's reign of terror continues, and Bobby Lashley's right next to him. Can you imagine if they actually team up?
1: (laughs) I just feel if they do, they would be very unstoppable.
0: They'd be, I mean, <laughs> no could one. That literally be the tag team game. Yeah. <laughs> very unstoppable. Like, no, no one's going to argue with it. The unstoppable force or something. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you. They're, yeah. That's, I mean, hands down, two of the strongest guys in the WWE. Uh, Lashley hitting that stalling suplex on Kevin Owens. Just every time he does it, it seems effortless. It just holds people up there and then lets the one hand off, and that's when they lose their balance and he's got to drop them. (laughs) Then uh, in the main event of the night, we saw Roman Reigns defeat Samoa Joe. Honestly, a little surprised that Roman went over, but he needed it. And the thing about seeing Roman Reigns fight a guy like Samoa Joe after he just got out of such a long feud with Brock Lesnar... Mm -hmm. Is that, you remember, Roman can actually wrestle. Like, when you go against Brock, nobody sees that. No, no, not, not, not at all. It's all finishers and, and, and uh, signatures. I mean, I think between, like, the three, was it three, two or three matches that Roman and Brock had, the only moves that were done... was finishers. <laughs> it was suplexes. F5s, Superman, punches, and spears. I think that's literally all. I, uh, Roman might have hit a drive-by, but... So it's nice to see him get in the ring with somebody like Joe and and mix it up, you know? I, 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 speaking of Joe, I think he's the only one that actually fought Lesnar and had a match that wasn't like that with all the finishers and... Which is pretty surprising. Yeah, I loved how they booked that, when he just... Came right out and annihilated Brock before the bell even rang. Put yeah. him through an announce tape. That man, that was awesome. Made you really believe in Joe. Yeah. Even even though like you knew he was gonna lose, it made it, it like legitimized him as a badass. And I think Joe is legitimately a badass. <laughs> <laughs> so that was cool to see. That was it for backlash, though. I um, you know a lot of people are kind of complaining about the about the quality overall of the card. I don't think it was that bad. It wasn't that good either. But the uh, Rollins-Miz match was great. Like I said, Romans and Joe was a better match than I think people expected it to be. And uh, AJ Nakamura was solid. Just, you know, the finish was a little disappointing. Hardy and Orton wasn't too bad. But all in all, it is what it is. got to understand, too, that Backlash is the first pay-per-view that they had coming off of WrestleMania and then Greatest Royal Rumble. Like, you can't expect it to carry the weight that those two just carried. Yeah. Like, the biggest show of the year, and then... It'd be
1: hard to top that.
0: Right, the first ever Fifty man Royal Rumble. Like, what are you going to do at Backlash that's going to top that?
1: If <laughs> I well, could possibly do that, would be SummerSlam, but that's that, that's a whole different topic. But anyway, continue Yeah, that's on.
0: months. we still got a couple months. Yep. Moving into Raw and SmackDown, we're going to focus solely on the qualifying for the Money in the Bank. The Money in the Bank is the next pay-per-view coming up. That's going to be in Chicago. Um, Rumor has it, you know, they've, they've got the men's Money in the Bank match. They've got the women's Money in the Bank match. Rumor has it there's going to be a third briefcase with a tag team Money in the Bank match. How do you feel about that?
1: pretty uh pretty excited there Ezra. I mean it's
0: it's different yeah I, I think yeah. it I think it takes it back to the that old uh Hardy's edge and Christian that uh that era that you know we came up in the, those great tag team ladder TLC matches yeah and it um, you know showcases an opportunity for for teams to uh Put on a show like that, which is why I'm a little surprised that Jeff Hardy's not in it. But that's besides the point. We're going to start with Raw. First match, right out the gate Braun Strowman beats Kevin Owens to qualify. Braun Strowman is the first guy that qualifies for Money in the Bank. At this point, if you hear that, if you hear Braun Strowman is in Money in the Bank, you don't know. Who any of the other seven men. There's going to be seven other men. Does it even matter who oh, they are? Oh, no. No, Braun Strowman. I mean,
1: <laughs> who who could beat Braun Strowman? It's no going boy. to take all t- seven. Yeah.
0: It's going to take all seven of the other guys.
1: Well, I highly doubt that, though. I mean, I'm, me, I mean me, right now, I'm just rooting for... Money's on Strowman. Y- yeah, money's on Strowman. I'm, I, I'm not going to lie. Just,
0: my money's on Strowman, too. But mainly because I just want to see that so bad. I want to see him cash in on Lesnar and just beat the shit out of him. I'm not going to lie. like that's. <laughs> I want to see – he needs to cash in. Like Lesnar needs to defend against – man, Samoa Joe would have been perfect. But, I mean, I guess it's going to be – is it really going to be Reigns, though? I, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with him. But when they figure it out – See that's the thing though, as well that that I'm thinking is, Strowman doesn't need the briefcase, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it doesn't matter who has the briefcase, he's still gonna run through everyone to get to what he wants. He's done a really good job so far, so I mean it's. (laughs) (laughs) And and so that's what makes me think that maybe this next guy has a pretty decent shot. Finn Balor wins. Uh, going over Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn in a triple threat match. Interesting part here: earlier in the night, Jinder Mahal was talking to Kurt Angle about how he wanted a qualifying match. Kurt Angle says, "You impressed me in your match against Chad Gable tonight, and I'll give you a spot." So he goes out there. He's adding a little, little mustard onto some of these moves. You know, after the match, he continues to beat down Chad Gable goes back to Kurt's office. Who's in there? Zack Ryder, returning from injury. That was awesome to see him back as well. Um, <laughs> point blank, Jinder asks Kurt if he's done enough. Kurt just flat out says no. So in this triple threat match, Roman Reigns, it's, alright, it's a crazy at the end, right? You know, finishers, that uh, Finn hit the Coup de Gras off the barrier, of the barricade on the outside. Ooh, yeah. Sammy's hitting haluva kicks. Roman's spearing guys. It's it's a you know it's a spot fest, but it's awesome. We're near the end. Uh, man, I'm I'm struggling remembering how this finishes, but I think Roman or sorry, Finn hits the coup de Gras on Sammy. Roman's set up to spear him, but here comes Jinder Mahal and grabs him by the feet. And pulls Roman out. Finn gets the pin. One, two, three. Finn pins Sammy, moves on. Gender costs Roman Reigns a spot in the Money in the Bank match. Gender Mahal and Roman Reigns have been fighting a lot at the house shows. Mm-hmm. Like since uh, Samoa Joe went to SmackDown, Gender's been the guy that came in. Right. When gender came to Raw. Do you like that feud? Roman Reigns and Gender Mahal? Honestly, yeah, I do. I do. I, I, th-
1: I think it's a really good feud uh, between the two because they both put out really good matches. And uh... See, I
0: my thing is, Jinder, you know, Jinder's improved, no doubt. I mean, they, they definitely wouldn't have given him the, the world title <laughs> if he hadn't improved. Yeah. But then I think after he lost it, he fell off a little bit. Maybe with a guy like Roman, they're trying to build up a top heel maybe but I think Elias might be the guy to do that with I could see I could see Elias I mean a lot of people are, aren't really like completely sold on his in ring work but I think he's done great especially like the first match where I thought like he did really well was against Roman Reigns where I was looking at him like man this guy can this guy can go for a bit And he had a pretty solid outing in the uh, greatest Royal Rumble. He had the second most eliminations, which was only five. But when your most is 13 and it's a record breaking performance, you know, five is pretty damn good. (laughs) Um, You know, I think they had a good, uh, I think they're starting to really get behind Elias. And uh, I'm interested to see now with the current landscape on Raw how he's going to fit into that scene especially after Lesnar's lost the title and is not just holding the entire main uh, top tier, I guess, you know. um, Not holding them all hostage by doing whatever the hell he wants. Um, On the women's side on Raw, Ember Moon beat Sasha Banks and Ruby Riott in a triple threat match to qualify for the women's Money in the Bank match um riot squad here's here's what I was getting to earlier with the ruby riot and bailey thing <coughs> the riot squad has continued to be a thorn in the side of both sasha and bailey here's let me do some fantasy booking for a minute here i think they're going to make bailey and sasha team up to try to take out the riot squad mm-hmm. i don't think it's going to work Rye Squad's gonna go over. That's gonna help push them because Ruby Rye's been doing great lately. In my opinion, she's been doing really good in the ring. Um, I can honestly see a women's title shot not too far down the line in her future, especially because there is not a lot of solid heels on Raw with uh, other than Alexa. But like Alexa just lost and then lost the rematch, so you know it's time to move on. I think. I think Ruby Riot could be that that next that next challenger. Um, so Bailey and Sasha team up to try to take out the Riot Squad. Doesn't work. Riot Squad goes over. Whatever it is that costs the team of Bailey and Sasha the match is what causes them to implode. Mm-hmm. And that's when one turns heel. You said you'd like to see it be Bailey. I kind of would too. What the hell are they gonna do with those inflatable guys though? And all the merch, all the hugger merch. She can't be a hugger when she's a bad guy, you know. You know but she can't be a, a hugging heel. You know, she'd be more like a slapper, but... <laughs> a, a bear hugger. Oh, there you go. That'd be a terrible finisher. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that friendship finally completely implodes, and they have a match at SummerSlam. Timeline's about right. Yeah, it's just a few months away. And I know you would like to see a rematch from that big uh, WrestleMania weekend match. Was it at WrestleMania or was it WrestleMania? I, I never remember. Anyway, it was damn good, that match. I'd love to see that actually uh, go down again. For sure. That. Uh, I, just, I just want the damn friendship to break, finally. And if whoever does turn heel in this, I mean, that they're going to be the one to benefit, in my opinion. They're going to be the um, probably the next challenger for the women's title because, like I said, I can see Nia having a lengthy run Yeah. because they need to keep kind of building her. Even though she's a face now, they need to keep building her as this irresistible force, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or immovable object, whatever the hell. Whatever the metaphor is. Um, and so I don't think Ruby will win when she does challenge for it. Um, and so that would be next in line for Bailey or Sasha to, to challenge. Um, moving over to SmackDown, Charlotte defeats Peyton Royce to join Ember Moon in the Women's Money in the Bank match. Charlotte, looking like her road to redemption is going to be a little bit longer. If she does indeed win the the, um, the briefcase, I don't know if she's particularly my favorite right away. Like, with Braun, you know, because I feel like part of the reason she's in the match is because she wasn't able to be in the one they had last year, the first ever one, because she was the champ. So, so don't you think they're
1: just giving it to her?
0: Yeah. I kind of think they just want to include her because they can at this point, and she, you know, and she lost the rematch to Carmella, so, again, you know, work your way back up type of thing. I don't know who's going to be next to feud with Carmella, honestly, because Oscar's going to make her look foolish in the yeah. ring. And and can you believe? Is there any scenario where you can legitimately think that Carmella would be Oscar?
1: At top, top of my head, nope. I I, <laughs> I
0: mean, maybe with the Iconics interfering again, but they're not really like yeah. officially teamed up with Carmella or whatever.
1: Yeah, but no, I I can't really see it. Yeah.
0: Um, the Miz defeated Jeff Hardy to get into the Money in the Bank match. Uh, this was a non-title match, so Jeff Hardy's still United States champion, by the way. Um, I thought it, that was a pretty damn good match. End comes, Hardy hits the twist of fate, goes for the Swanton, lands it, and Miz just rolls him right up off of the Swanton. Ugh. I don't know if I like it. No, no. It, I, I See, the thing that people were saying is like, oh, well, he no-sold the swanton and made it look weak. And I get that. But at the same time, as soon as he rolled out of the ring, he's holding his stomach, and that's when he was selling it. So I think they were trying to pass it off. as like it was instinctually he knew he had to take that bullet to get Jeff so off his game to catch him unaware Mm. because Miz is a master strategist like that. But at the same time, this guy is a champion. And you're gonna you're gonna downplay his finisher, you know what I mean? Not just not just a champion's finisher, but this guy's been around for decades. No oh, yeah. Think of all the people he's beat with that on the first on the first hit. You know what I mean? He didn't have to hit two Swantons on Triple H to beat him for the Intercontinental title back in the day. Granted that, you know, had something to do with Matt Hardy in a steel chair, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I do like Miz being in the Money in the Bank match. I think he's the wild card. Yeah. He could be the guy. Miz with a Money in the Bank briefcase at this point, at this stage, is dangerous, in my opinion. Like, I wouldn't want to be the champ with a guy like Miz holding the briefcase. Yeah. Because he's just always been that ultimate opportunist.
1: Yeah, but I I, I still would have rooted for Jeff Hardy.
0: Yeah, Jeff Jeff Hardy not being in a ladder match, is kind of weird. Yeah, <laughs> like to, to just say that. Like, I think when people saw the initial qualifying matches, yeah, most people went, "Oh, Jeff's gonna, Jeff's going to win that, and he's going to be in the title in, or in the Money in the Bank match." It's it's a ladder match, and you're not going to have Jeff Hardy in it.
1: I mean, that's what Jeff Hardy's known for. I mean, mostly for like his high flying, you know, doing stuff off the ladder, his specialties. You know,
0: spot monkey. Named the damn show after him. <laughs> no. Not him in particular, but but uh. Yeah, going for a second there, but but we love yeah, we love Jeff, and yeah, i you know I get what you're saying though. He's one of the innovators, and to have him not in it seems weird. But maybe they've got bigger plans for the U.S. title. Who knows? This is the one that threw everybody off. Rusev beats Daniel Bryan to get in. Rusev not only beats Daniel Bryan, Rusev beats Daniel Bryan clean. No interference. Rusev just flat out goes over Daniel Bryan.
1: Start of the match, I, I would have figured it would have been Daniel Bryan that would have, right. one that came out on top. So, I mean, it's...
0: And again, it's like I was saying earlier, I think it benefits him to not be thrown right into that main event picture. Yeah, And I think people are happy that Rusev is starting to get something out of all this Happy Rusev Day stuff that's going I mean you heard Wrestlemania you heard New Orleans oh I did yeah yeah the Rusev Day was the loudest chant of the night
1: easy and we just went nuts
0: <clears throat> so you know it's good that they're cashing in on that finally even if it's way later than it fucking should be but I think it's an interesting angle with Daniel Bryan do you think it's going to be obviously he's not the type of guy to make excuses like that but do you think it's going to be a matter of Big Cass's attack at Backlash that they'll kind of put it on that saying maybe that's why he lost oh without a doubt yeah so you think this feud with Cass is going to go on a little bit longer yeah I
1: do I do I think it's going to go on for, for at least up until SummerSlam at least
0: yeah, up to SummerSlam possibly Man, that's ambitious. I I mean the only way I I guess I don't hate that is if it if it makes Cass uh finally like step up to the plate, you know? And I think um he definitely has the opportunity to do so with that. Um I think that's all we got there. So, with that being said, we're going to move on and introduce probably what is our favorite game, especially because there's so many different variations of it. It is called Guess the List. Now, the idea of this game is we get, you know, me and Archer both make a list regarding a certain category. Um, and then we try to guess each other's list. I mean, that's why it's called Guess the List. I probably didn't have to explain it that in depth, did I? <laughs> so what we're doing here is our top ten favorite wrestlers. Favorite in order. Not, you know, who we think is the best in the ring or best, you know what I mean. Our favorites of all time, top ten We've known each other for a while, so we're going to get a few right off the bat, but then after that, it's going to get interesting. So, rules are as follows Whoever gets all 10 right first is the winner, or whoever gets three strikes first loses.
1: Yeah, okay. All right. I'm ready. Yep. You ready? That's good. Okay.
0: I will let you go first since you are the co host. This is your first. Uh, first time on the show let's get the easy ones out of the way okay uh, who are you guessing is on my list jeff hardy jeff hardy is number one that is right jeff hardy is my favorite uh wrestler of all time a lot of people would um scoff at that but i don't give a shit (laughs) (laughs) uh so i i'm writing them down here as we get them so you you know we have a visual of the actual list in front of us okay um i i know hbk is on yours oh yes yep yep number one or number two number one number one all right Fan since i was a kid growing up Shawn michaels number one all right back to you uh, let's see i think uh aj styles aj styles is number six on my list I'm a big fan of AJ's. I, yeah, I'm a big fan of AJ's. Don't need to say that. He's number six on my list, so. Uh, Bret Hart. Yep, number two. Bret Hart, number two. I knew that. All right. I knew your top two. I didn't necessarily know what order. I thought Sean was first, but, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I know that was pretty predictable. I mean. Yeah. uh,
0: All right, back to me. Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle is not on my list. Ah, one strike. Yeah, well, you're missing an obvious one. Yeah, yeah, you are. I do that. It, you know. Yeah, I do. You it. know it. I know you know <laughs> it. Um, for you, I, I'm gonna guess Kurt Angle. Uh, yep, he's number five. Kurt Angle, number five. All right.
1: Still to this day, he can put on some damn good matches. You know that. I,
0: I mean, he's definitely slowed down, but he's at the same time he looks better than some of these younger guys. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's for being fifty years old. And how he's he doing about. In the yeah, yes. he's doing about as well as you could expect. All right, who you got for me? Who you think? Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go with Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels, huh? Uh, Shawn Michaels is not on my list. That's two strikes already. Shawn Michaels um, Man, there's two of them There's two of them that I know you know You're just not saying them Yeah, yeah You've, Now's the time <laughs> to say them Because you got two strikes You don't want to go out this quick No, not really Okay Kind of um, embarrassing, my first podcast and... <laughs> uh, For you, I will say AJ Styles I know you like him a lot Yep, yep, he's number four Number four All right AJ Styles I'm kind of stealing yours. I know it's not completely fair, but... That's right. I'm thinking uh, Alistair Black. Alistair Black. I love Alistair Black. I've loved him since he was over in, in uh, England, in Europe, as Tommy End. Um, yes, he's number seven on my list. I'm wearing an Alistair Black t-shirt right now. It is under my hoodie. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> but it's on. Uh, I was surprised you didn't uh, remember that I had it on from earlier.
1: Um, <laughs> well, we all know my memory. <clears throat> time, yeah.
0: Let's see. Um, my turn, right? Yep. Yeah, you just guessed Alistair. So let's see. Oh, I got HBK number one, Bret Hart number two, AJ Styles number four, Kurt Angle number five. Who's that number three? I'm almost I'm curious if you have any current guys on here. Oh well I mean Styles is, you know, but um Ric Flair Nope. No Ric Flair. Oh man. One strike for me. I'm gonna go with uh Alex Shelley. Alex Shelley. Yes, he's the one that I did not think you would get. <laughs> Alex Shelley's number three. I love mm-hmm. Alex Shelley. He's what, the only one on my list that has never been in WWE. Motor City Machine Guns, man, you can't. Motor, yeah, I love the Machine Guns. We are from Michigan. Um, and Motor City Machine Guns one of my favorite tag teams also. Alex Shelley is just, uh, man, he's a wizard. He's like, he's a wizard. That's That's the best word I can use to describe him. He is a wizard. All right. Um, let's see. Um, how about Undertaker? Yep, uh, he'll be number three. He's the number three, yeah. okay. <laughs> now it's going to get hard for me. Okay. It's your turn. I'm going to go Ray Mysterio. Ray Mysterio. That's the obvious one that I thought you would know. <laughs> Ray Mysterio, my number two. I've loved Ray since I first saw him wrestle. Uh, I had a friend of mine, his dad is Mexican, mm-hmm. from Mexico, and used to watch um, AAA wrestling on, on um, Telemundo all the time. I think it was AAA, whatever the promotion was at the time. And I saw Ray Mysterio go out there. I'm like, who is that kid? <laughs> who is that kid that is just you know flipping all over the place and getting these guys? And then I see him on WCW as I get older, and I've always loved Ray. Um, growing up, I was always incredibly short, and Ray was like a hero to me because you know it didn't matter how big he was, he would go in there against you know Big Show, Big Show, yeah, Kevin Nash, whoever. And and you know stand toe to toe and not back down. So, always loved Rey Mysterio. Oh, let's see. This is where sh- this is going to get difficult now for me trying to guess yours. You have anybody that's never been in WWE uh, on your list? I got one. Yep. You got one. Yep. That's never been in WWE. Yep. Interesting. Um. Well, I know you're not a big New Japan guy. No. And you're not super huge on Ring of Honor. You you're pretty focused on WWE. You're pretty, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing you would have to be from TNA, that era that we that we both watched. Oh yeah, we we watched that for years. Hmm. I'm gonna come back to that one. I might have a guess, but I, I'm gonna come back to that one. Um. Let's see, I got HBK, Bret Hart, Undertaker, AJ Styles, Kurt Angle. I got your top five. Yeah. Now I need six through ten. Um, the Rock. Nope. Oh, man. All right, two strikes for each of us. Anybody gets one wrong. Oh,
1: this is kind of cutting it close. Uh, let's see. Uh, we'll go for The
0: Rock.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, oh the, you got the rock. Yes. The rock is number 10 on my list. All right, rock's number 10. So you have six of my guys. Six of my guys. So you got, all right, you guessed the rock. Man, I thought the rock would be on yours. That's got to mean that Stone Cold is on there. <laughs> Yep, yep, yep. All Not right, Stone, Stone cold on there, but uh What's Stone Cold? What number is he? He's on eight. Eight. Alright. I should have put him higher oh, in my list so, though. Uh, but... Almost wrote him down as nine. Stone Cold, Steve Austin. I knew I knew you know I'm more of a rock guy. I wasn't sure with you. I thought either Stone Cold or Rock would be near the bottom. I, maybe I was thinking maybe both, but but yeah. <clears throat> so Stone Cold um so I we both have six of each other's um I think there's one more of mine that's pretty obvious but uh I'm
1: trying to think that uh hmm. trying to think of maybe uh else well, would you like
0: We Sabu, not Sabu, not Sabu. Sabu, you would. Joey Sr. was on here, and you know what? I I listened back to my first podcast. I did not explain, um, the Joey Sr. His last name, (laughs) Sabu's. First wrestling name when he got into wrestling was Terry SR. That is where Joe gets Joey gets his last name from. Um sorry I didn't explain that any further. Not Sabu. That is three strikes. Well. Three strikes. Okay, so but here's the thing. <clears throat> Let's do it like this. We each have six. Okay. If I guess, I gotta guess one right now to win. How about that? That works you To clench it Okay To clinch it Right um, I still I don't know about that TNA guy That could be a couple people In my opinion Um, um Let's see I'm trying to think Of more old school guys Let's see um. Here's the thing, if I miss it I think the game will keep going Right, is that fair? That's fair Okay So Man, I don't want to say that one then Because he's on my list <laughs> So if I get it wrong Then you, you know I know you would have You'd say it right back Because he's kind of an obvious one for me Oh uh, man I'm having trouble here. I really am. I think he would be on your list, but I'm not 100% sure. Let's... You know what? For the sake of getting it over with, let's do it. Macho Man. Yep. Macho Man. Yes. He's on number nine on my list. Number nine. Macho Man. Yeah. That's the one that would be on my list as well. That I thought you would you would have had obvious I, I i i do not get how i miss that because I don't out of all
1: the times that you can imitate his voice and everything you <laughs> get that so
0: spot on and i should have i can't believe i missed it back in the day i prank called him um <laughs> there was a thing going on for macho man uh was talking about opening a wrestling school and they were considering at the time like sending in um Tapes or, or stuff like that—just reasons why you wanted to be in his school, and he was considering giving someone like free, free entry. And I, I prank called him as Macho Man and told him that he was one of the finalists. And <laughs> as soon as we hung up, he called me right back. He was like, "Guess what I just got off the phone with?" <laughs> I was like, "Was it Macho Man? Huh? Did he offer you a spot in his wrestling class?" <laughs> oh man, you're a dick. Alright um, So I win There we go I got 7 of your 10 You got 6 of mine um, I'll run down the rest of my list that you missed Number 4 CM Punk Number. How could I miss that? I don't know Number 5 was Edge Another one you yeah, probably Another obvious Another one, one you probably should have got Number 8 was Macho Man And number nine was Braun Strowman. Man. So, my list, going from one to ten of my favorite wrestlers of all time, Jeff Hardy, Rey Mysterio, Alex Shelley, CM Punk, Edge, AJ Styles, Aleister Black, Macho Man, Braun Strowman, and The Rock. Now, for you We've got going one through five. I want to see how many more I can guess. Is All right. That, yeah. That's can fair. we do that? Yeah. Right. Right. Let's go for it. So we got number one is HBK. Number two is Bret Hart. Number three is The Undertaker. Number four is AJ Styles. Number five is Kurt Angle. Number eight is Stone Cold. Number nine is Macho Man. Is Ultimate Warrior on there? Yes. He is uh, number. Six, number six. All right. I think it's just
1: something about that entrance and just how he—that's all he just had. dominated. Well, yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> got you, got you pumped up. You know. Oh yeah, for
0: sure. No, I like Warrior. I, I mean, you know, the character. The promos were, were quite the different. The promos but, uh, were uh, in, amazing. Yeah. I um, for its time, it was great. I was actually listening back the other day because I wanted to... I hadn't listened to any of Jeff Hardy's new music with his band. Yeah. And then I stumbled on some of the old stuff that I'd heard before but I wanted to listen to again. And he's got this song called Reveal where there's a a line in it where he says, broken bones from parts unknown. And all I could think of was (laughs) Warrior going The the broken bones are from the bones of the warriors. (laughs) (laughs) And just... Freaking out, and I had to pause the song because it totally ruined the vibe of it. I was laughing too hard. Okay, I got two more. Um, oh man, that TNA guy. The only thing, there's two guys in TNA that I would guess. The first would be Jay Lethal. Okay, who is your second guess?
1: Then
0: the I, I can give right away. I just want to see what you're. The saying. second guess would be because you were so obsessed at the time. With the Canadian Destroyer. With right. that finisher. So, I'll I, like. The only other person I can think of is Petey Williams. So, which one are you going for? It's 50 50 shot. <laughs> man, I know how much you love the Black Machismo, though, too. Oh, yeah, so especially when you did the imitation of Ric Flair, <laughs> you back
1: and forth. That was. That's the my lad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right, 50 50 uh, shot, man. I I think. I would think as. Man. Your favorite. See, I, in that situation I would think that you would like the character more I would think Jay Lethal nope Petey Williams Petey Williams number 7 or 10 uh that would be after Warrior so that would be number 7 Petey Williams number 7 yeah he's solid man um I would love to see him he's uh i I think he's still wrestling or he came back I, I'm pretty sure um don't quote me on that and i'm gonna sound stupid maybe I don't pay a ton of attention to uh you know the um tna the current tna product you know but mm-hmm. or whatever impact sorry okay and then your number 10 is i'm not gonna guess who is it uh triple h triple h Ah, uh, dx Caught you that by surprise didn't i yeah, I wouldn't have got that. I definitely wouldn't have got that. So your top ten in order, HBK, Bret Hart, Undertaker, AJ Styles, Kurt Angle, Ultimate Warrior, Petey Williams, Stone Cold, Macho Man, and Triple H. Out of all that, we only have two names that are the same on our top ten. A little surprising. I thought there'd be a couple more. Yeah. Well, I had one a few surprises there. I thought you were more of a rock guy than a stone cold guy. That was my main one, I guess, that threw me. But given your uh, your um, taste for the old school, you know, I figured there'd be a lot of guys on there. and Us both having Macho Man makes sense as well. <clears throat> but uh, I think that's going to do it for us. Our game's over. we got nothing left to talk about. So thank you guys for joining us. This time, I was going to say this week, I don't know if we're going to make it weekly. I don't know. But I know we are going to do a fantasy draft pretty soon. Might not be the next one, might be the one after that. But, yeah, we're going to do that. Um, And hopefully I have a lot to talk about with his money in the bank coming up. NXT TakeOver is shaping up to be a pretty solid card. And since Alistair's champ, you know I'm going to want to talk about that, as you now know that he is one of my top 10 favorite wrestlers um, so again though thank you guys for listening thanks for tuning in and we hope you tune in again next time i'm ezra james for ryan archer signing off on the spot monkey wrestling podcast have a good night